Chapter 4, The Bowerfin, on the 15th of July, at daybreak. The emperor, dressed after his traditional fashion, that is, with his small hat, green coat, of a colonel of the chasseurs of the guard, and his sword at his side, left the Isle of X, and answered into one of the Epervier's boats, which was to convey him on board the Bowerfin. The white flag was already flying upon the posts, and in the roadstead, the Epervier brig being the only vessel which still retained the national colors. General Becker accompanied the emperor, less with a view of discharging the commission with which he had been entrusted by the provisional government, than that of paying the last mark of respect and honor to his majesty, like all who have ever been admitted to the familiar acquaintance of the emperor, he had felt all the force of that irresistible attraction which his powerful nature exercised over those who came within its sphere. Having gone on board the Pervier, he respectfully approached the emperor and made a deep obeisance. Sir, said he, does your majesty wish that I should follow you to the Bowerfin conformably to the instructions of the government? No, no, quickly replied the emperor, with that sagacity of mind which was peculiar to him. No, not at all. No one will desire you to say that you have delivered me up to the English, and, as it is in accordance with my own determination, that I proceed to their squadron, I do not wish such an accusation to be left resting upon France. General Becker wished to reply. But his voice failed, and he burst into tears. Embrace me, general, said the emperor, with that melancholy serenity of countenance, which had never forsaken him for a single instant. I thank you for all the care you have taken of me. I regret that I did not earlier enjoy your intimate acquaintance. I would have attached you to my person. Adieu, general. Adieu. Sobs deprived the general of the power of speech. A few words, however, struggled forth, and their import was understood. Adieu, sire, may you be happier than we. He then left the brig and returned towards the frigate. In the meantime, the brig had raised her anchor and advanced towards the Bellerophon, preceded by her boats. Napoleon descended in to Captain Maitland's boat, steered by his first lieutenant and was followed by the Grand Marshal and the Duke of Rivigo, Savary. At the moment in which the boat reached the Bellerophon, the crew manned the yards, and the Marines were drawn up on the deck, but the Emperor was not received by a salvo of guns. The captain, attended by his officers, awaited the Emperor at the gangway and immediately offered to conduct him to the cabin which had been prepared for his reception which as much luxury and comfort as was possible at sea in so short a time an on board ship emperor who during the whole time of his sojourn at rochefort and the isle of x had worn an ordinary coat 
resumed, as we have said, the uniform of the chasseurs of the guard. On the morning of the 15th, we also put on our uniforms. Las Casas preferred a military costume to that of a civilian, a counselor of state, or chamberlain, and assumed the dress of a captain in the navy. He had served in the navy before the revolution and the restoration, having reckoned every four years to the emigrants as a step in promotion. He became a captain in 1815 and received his rabbit, as well as the cross of St. Louis, which belongs to right to all who have passed 25 years in the service. Emperor had no sooner set foot on board the Belrefin than he said, Captain Maitland, I come on board your ship to place myself under the protection of the laws of England. The captain only answered by a low bow and a few moments afterwards presented his officers to the emperor. At the moment when the Epervier was about to withdraw after having discharged this last duty, which was to give her name a place in history, Marshal Bertrand delivered to the captain the following letter addressed to General Becker, July 15th, 1815. My dear General, we have arrived on board the English ship. We must commend the reception which has been given to us. And it is now our duty to thank you for the care which you have taken of us. I beg you to inform Madame and the Princess Hortense, who are in the neighborhood of Paris, that the Emperor is well, and to convey the same intelligence to Prince Joseph, who is somewhere in the neighborhood of Rochefort. I herewith send you a copy of the letter written by the Emperor to the Prince Regent. It is unnecessary to remind you not to show it to anyone for fifteen days at least. You will readily see how inconvenient it would be that its contents should be known before they have been published in the English newspapers. Retain, my dear General, an agreeable recollection of me and accept the renewed assurance of my sentiments of consideration and respect for Trent.